to episode 10. We're in double digits of Community Depot. Uh, my name's Sarah or SB, the BAMs, if you got it. And if you're not saying that alongside with me when you are listening to the podcast, then you guys have not listened to enough episodes. So. Or, or you could say SB the ghost. Oh. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like you're, I'm, that's my name. Yes, that is, that's your name. That's, that's, that's the only way I know you. I think I, think I even saved your name as a guy. Friend, that's the only thing I know you as now. So, so I'm going to take this opportunity to let my guest introduce himself. <laughs> um, I'm Fems, Femi. Uh, don't really know what to say about myself. <laughs> okay, um, so you can talk actually about where we met because uh, Femi is from a very, very familiar podcast on this podcast, which is well, you got two, but I've got two podcasts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a part of the Only God Can Judge Me podcast, uh, yeah. great podcast. I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, yeah, we talk 100. about lots of stuff, um, faith based stuff, but life. Uh, put a Christian perspective on a lot of different things. So yeah, yeah really, really, really enjoy it. It's a good podcast. Um, I also do uh, Four Point Play, which is a basketball podcast. Talk about NBA, uh, sports stuff generally. But yeah, man. Nice. My voice is out there, man. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. multifaceted. Definitely. And definitely. actually very, a voice on Twitter as well. I do enjoy following you on, <laughs> <laughs> on, on Twitter. You have, you between you and um, Isaac... Isaac. The two of you together, you're like a tag team. Yeah, we are, it? Right. Honestly, it's, 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 it's hilarious to to. I'm trying to step watch. back a little bit, to be honest. Why? Twitter. I don't know, man. There's too many mad opinions. Yeah, and then, there are. You know what it is? I get drawn out too easily. <laughs> like, I get drawn out. Even yeah. the other day, what was that? Some guy just said something. Some, I can't remember what it was. And he just drew me out. And then I, got, I went through a back and forth and then I was just like, Femi, you're a big man. Like, yeah. What are you doing? And you know like people on Twitter, all people in life, yeah, especially on Twitter, because you don't know the people you're arguing with, you're not going to back down, are you? This like, is it doesn't thing. matter. Like, they're not going to back down. They don't know you from Adam. They're but not going to... They're not. And the thing is, it's because it's a public forum. So you're like, right, I can't be seen yeah. as someone who is just being taken as a ragamuffin but, but, publicly. But I can, I, can, I can live with that, yeah. But... It, it's when like people read into things that you're saying that you're not actually saying. Yeah. And it's just to make themselves feel more right. That's what I'm just like, I didn't say that. Yeah. Well, like it make, helps your argument if you think I said that. Yeah, no, 100%. You, know, you can't do, yeah, social media. So that's why, you know, sometimes I have to, but I'm quite opinionated. So I like like expressing myself on Twitter. Yeah, it's good. I think it's good. And I also feel like, especially being opinionated, mm. if you are able to see other people's views, it just gives you a more rounded, yeah, like understanding of the subject. So it's okay to have, I think it's just not being drawn out. Like I find a lot of the time when I'm on Twitter, I'll look and I'll see someone's written something stupid. And, yeah, and like, a big part of me is like, I just want to like, but do you know you're a don't? <laughs> do you know you're, do you know you are stupid? Like, and you just want to write it because you're like, you, you know what you're saying is, deliberately dumb. to get like, it's dumb yeah. it's deliberate to get attention yeah. Yeah. like and then yeah. i just think no 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 no. i'm gonna scroll down because i'm not having anybody especially because you find and honestly not to say any names but you find that some of the people that are saying this they've got a lot not of people problems. backing yeah. them yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like ah so all of you together you are dundee Dund- united dundees <laughs> big dundees big dundees big, so big, big, big dundies. i just yeah but no i i feel like please still be on twitter we, yeah. we need we need the enjoyment yeah, yeah, we try, need man, we need I the bands as long as i don't 100%. get in trouble when i don't get drawn out yeah it's okay okay so we're gonna start off with the first part of the podcast right so the first part of the podcast is called build your boo <laughs> 
<laughs> and I feel like if you have you heard the have you heard a previous build yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got an understanding of how it goes. Kind but of, yeah. just to explain for those who've never heard the podcast before, um, build your boot essentially. Um Femi's going to have a minute. And in that minute, he is essentially going to build his perfect booth. So if God was listening right now and he was like, I'm going to answer every request, what would you be looking for? If you have a celebrity in mind, you can use the celebrity to build your booth. Otherwise, whatever, you know, physically, um, spiritually, mentally. <laughs> Why well, well, do I feel like this is going to be an interesting one? Right? No, because you, you know about situation. So if... if <laughs> If whatever I say doesn't exactly match. Correlate. <laughs> you put me in a strange, sticky situation. I feel like, be true to your heart. Yeah, yeah I'll be true to my Be heart. true to your heart. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Your time starts now. <laughs> so obviously I can say, you know, my partner. You know, I'm actually quite currently engaged, so shout out to me. Um, but, you know, generally what I was looking for, um, even before I met her, was, you know, someone... So I don't think I have much of a physical... Pr- specific preference like yeah. I think I've been attracted to so many different things um so like not so much you're pretty like well, if I found you attractive I found you attractive yeah, yeah. Attra- I found different ranges and variations of people attractive so yeah when I talk about personality I'm just someone that's loving someone yeah. that's a people person that cares about people um yeah I think those are like the top things like caring cares about people um I'm a Christian so someone that's Christian um I was gonna say ideally but no I wouldn't date a non-Christian so yeah. <laughs> someone that's, someone that's yeah, a Christian yeah. um Cares about people, cares about family, you know, cares about raising a family. Um, those things are quite important to me. Um, yeah, understanding. Ten understanding. Seconds left. Understanding of um understanding and gracious. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I did like, right in it. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's a nice rounded, you know. Yeah, I tried, I tried. I tried like, not to be too generic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you kind of didn't you didn't go too much into specifics, no. but at the same time you didn't yeah, like you said, you weren't generic. So mm. it's kind of like, I'm guessing your partner is all of these things. I hope so. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. If not, I'm in but... trouble. <laughs> I, no. I, 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 don't know if, I don't know if someone's put it on you. Like, can you build your view, please? Um, yes, I have. So my view, I feel like it has stayed the same. Although I do feel like every time I record the podcast, it, it varies, varies, right? Uh... So my view, um, definitely... A Christian, someone mm-hmm. who fears God, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like if you fear God, you fearing God is the beginning of wisdom, first mm-hmm. and foremost. But actually, if you fear God, there are certain things that you have an understanding of which mm-hmm. builds your own character. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's not a narcissist, because mm. um, like we were talking about this on the last podcast, and we we're talking about narcissism. So, someone that essentially feels like the world revolves around mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. that doesn't always look like an immediate, oh my gosh, I love everything about me, mm-hmm. you must focus on me. Sometimes it's being attention seeking to the point that you're pushing down your partner. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be someone who's like that. Mm-hmm. Um someone who is a voice of reason. Right. Um, because I can be a bit hot headed sometimes. So mm. I like people who can speak to me in a mm. way that is respectful. Mm-hmm. Um I love spontaneity. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously being respectful of like my schedule and I'm respectful of his schedule. But someone who just like who can be creative. I think actually spontaneity is not the right word for me. It's someone who can be creative, someone who is essentially able to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. So like the, the example I'd love to use is if we had like 
if you were saving for a house or right. we were saving for something very special, but it's going to cost us a lot of money, mm-hmm. I would want someone who'd be able to think about date nights the way I would think about date nights. So it doesn't have to be a lot of money, but you are thinking about what do I like? What do I want to right, do? And actually going right. outside the box. Those are very important things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. actually saying some good answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me. I've, oh, me, yeah. that's had how, how many years to think about. I've been yeah. single for like... Um, gosh, it's like four and a half years mm. now. Like, and do you think you've used that time to like really like kind of figure? Yeah, out? I think. I mean, I definitely say there've been like periods where I've kind of rushed it a little bit. Like, mm. I, I kind of talked a couple of weeks ago about shooting my shot and mm. like thinking, oh, this is what I want. But mm. now I'm kind of like in a space where I'm, I'm happy being single if mm. it means that when I meet a partner, it's someone that actually I want to be with. Because right, right. I keep on saying this, and I don't know if I've actually said it on the podcast, but I was like, the way I measure looking at a partner, like a big part of it, and it sounds awful, but it's genuinely the truth, is I don't want to be with someone that I'm with them, but I can imagine cheating on them. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it sounds very... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants that. Oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, but some people, the things is, some yeah. people are happy to be in a relationship because they want to be relationship right, goals. Right. You find, you know, they will talk about all these, like, mental attributes or, mm-hmm. like, these non-physical attributes that they want, mm-hmm. but it's not actually what they need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not happy and they could essentially go and find right. someone else mm-hmm. who might feel, I don't know, say they've got 60%, the other person might feel 40% mm-hmm. and then but you find... But they're feeling like the most, the more important thing or the more vital things, is that what you're trying to say? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So that 40%, they might just go off and, you know, they've got the 60%, but they've also want the 40% and right. then it might, between the two of them makes... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it all becomes very complicated. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's it. That's I feel... What's, what's like your most superficial um, preference? Ooh, ooh, I've never had that question before. Mm. Superficial. Mm, 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 you can tell mm, I'm on mm. the podcast as well. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, ooh, I'd probably say I'm a bit like you in that I've kind of liked a whole range of different mm-hmm. guys. Um, probably. I haven't liked a whole range of different guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> please, a whole range of different sure people. Sure people. <laughs> before, before I get in trouble. <laughs> Oh God! All right, I've just remembered. Not, not I just that I have anything against anybody no, or anything. No, but that's Please. that's just not your preference. Yes, no, you. that's fine. Um, I probably say body or beard. Okay, body or beard. Like I'm not really one of the two. Doesn't have yeah. to be both. Actually, because on that, we've been saying you you've liked a whole different range of women. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your most superficial uh, preference? Oh, actually, I don't. I, I can't even guess it. Normally, I'm quite good at this stuff, but I can't guess. Your superficial preference. So you're going to say I'm guessing, but I don't think I have a specific one. What? In terms of physical appearance. Okay, so what do you feel like, is there Ooh. anything that any of the partners you've had in the past before your fiancé, mm-hmm. um, or even including your fiancé, including your fiancé, yeah. um, that have been similar? Like, or maybe they've all yeah, kind of had that one. They're all Nigerian. <laughs> 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 they're all Nigerian. Well, that wasn't intentional. Yeah, it, it but just it's just, it just happened. It just happened like that. So maybe maybe that's it. Or maybe... Is it curves, maybe? Or is nah, it... So not curves. Yeah, that's um, not, I, don't know, I don't think there's any physical thing about any of them that's all that runs throughout all, all the people I've dated. That's really... I think that's very interesting because of obviously what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. just kind of like, I guess, the process of coming up to engagement and mm-hmm. then like some of the... the I don't want to say challenges, but some of the things that you might face whilst you're 
um, engaged or actually when you're in marriage and mm-hmm. like the situations you might face. Because mm-hmm. um, one of those is like if you um, gain weight. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like have all your partners maybe been slim or no? So it's just very... It's been definitely... Okay, so I've had like five girlfriends. Okay. Right? Oh, I love the fact that you so you're so specific. Yeah, I just have. You I just have five. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really one for like. You know how people like be getting in like situationships yeah, yeah, yeah. and all they talk. I've never been that guy. Like, I've like I'll talk to you because I want to date you and then we date. Otherwise, well, we're not doing anything. Ooh. I'm not really like a. I just don't have time for it. It's like too much. Uh, I was very. I'm very I'm, intentional. I'm encouraging that. I like. Please <coughs> talk to your fellow brothers because this, this <laughs> that whole dynamic has completely changed now. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. You're talking to someone. Till kingdom come, yeah. and they'll be taking you up and down, up and down, up and I've down. I've never really been like that. I can't lie. I'm not but, even trying to like gas myself. No, up, no, no, no. Just, no, no. People been, are different, but yeah. why? Why do you think that you've not been like that? Do you feel like it's long or what? You know your... what? I just so not that. Um, yeah, I think it's long. I think it's, a lot of times a bit of a waste of time. Um, I've always been kind of like a relationship person. So like I've never, like, even to my fault at some time. So there's been times, like even earlier when I was younger. Yeah. Where maybe I should have spoken to the girl longer before I even committed. Like to really uh, get to know her. Yeah. So like yeah. I, even me saying that, I'm not, there's even flaws in that. Because maybe I've been like, I've gone too quick to say, oh yeah, let's be in a relationship. Where maybe I could have, I could have spoken Taking to her for time. a bit longer. Um, so I, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely flaws in that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just never really... I, I, it's never really appealed the idea of just talking. I'd rather just be single. That's my thing. I'd rather yeah. just be single than because um, I think it brings stress as well. Because then yeah. you don't know what the other person's thinking. You might be one place, she might be in another place. I might be further along, or she might be further along, and then she like it's just long. Like I'd rather just everything be out on the table. If we're doing this, we're doing this. If we're not, we're not. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's just how I've generally been. Um, but yeah, so I've had five girlfriends, and yeah, all different. Some slimmer, skinny, so others a little bit more curvy. Yeah. Some tall, some really, really short. <laughs> like, I'm a tall guy. Um, my One of my exes was about five foot four. How tall are you? I'm six foot seven. Ooh, so uh, sli- what? Hold on, five foot four? How did that work? God knows. <laughs> Didn't last long. Yeah. Not because of her height. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you feel like you had to specify yeah, that yeah, there. Yeah, like, it, it didn't yeah. last long. It wasn't, even, well, it wasn't practical. I can't lie. So my fiance is quite tall. Um, yeah. And it just reminds me that I don't know what I was doing. Like, <laughs> because like, it just wasn't practical. Like. <laughs> but then what, what attracted you to the person who was shorter? shorter? This was a pretty girl. This was a nice girl. And she was enjoyable. I'll say enjoyable. She was like, someone that you could spend time with, essentially. That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> oh, is there, is there a story that you would like to share? No. no. <laughs> I feel like the interesting ones, you never, you never quite share them no. publicly. I, no. I do not want to share yes, we just About we any just... of my exes. <laughs> yeah, except for how they look. Yeah, no. yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, it's been, it's been very, that's the long story short, it's been very, definitely. Yeah. Other than the fact that they're all Nigerian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, there was a question that I was going to ask now, and I can't remember what it was. Um... No, okay, I can't remember what it, No, no, that, that's what I was going to say. So I wanted to just kind of mention as well, like, do you think a part of you wanting to um, just date is because you are, as a person, so outside of, like, relationships, mm-hmm. you are an intentional person. Do you feel like that impacts your relationship or do you just feel like it's 
different scenarios or different situations mm. and then different approaches. And the reason that's a really good question. Um, the reason why I asked that is just because so I wrote um, a, a series called the Intentional Series, and mm. it was basically my experience as a female like dating them in my late twenties to early thirties just before I turned 30. Um, and I find that a lot of guys are just not intentional about their, um, what they want mm-hmm. with you. So mm-hmm. essentially if it's that they want to just hook up with you mm-hmm. or if that actually they want to be in a relationship with you. And as much as you can take that time to find out what you want, like you said, you can spend more time getting to know someone. Um, and I think Isaac was the one that said it, like within a few weeks, you kind of have an idea of where you've categorized Definitely. a woman. But it's interesting that some men know that, but they're willing to kind of string it along mm-hmm. whilst other men like yourself are a bit more like, okay, I'd rather be single or I'd rather be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's why I was saying, do you feel like that's linked to other parts of your life where you are like, this is what I want to do? And- I think, I think, yeah. So the more you've spoken, I kind of thought about my answer. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So I think I'm mostly intentional. You know what I try to be is integral. So I, mm. I um, yeah, I'm not even saying this because it's going to sound like I'm gassing myself up. I'm really not because I'm also very, very mm-hmm. flawed. But like, <laughs> I do try to be quite integral in like the way I treat people, especially yeah. in general. So um, yeah, I care about people. And the reason why I say that is um, I want my word to be my word. So I feel like if you know, I have an interest in a lady or I'm not sure about a lady, I'm not really... Because I care about them as a person. I don't really want to kind of lead them on. I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my own time. Mm. So I, I try to be integral. So I think the only way I can be integral is I would be intentional about what I want or just leave it completely. Yeah. Um, um, it doesn't always work out as black and white as, as that. Yeah. But I do feel like that's kind of like my process. Like I don't, I don't really get much joy out of just, because I think with some guys and girls, like mm. there's a, yeah. there's fun in that kind of talking process. So yeah. I just find, and I don't, so I'm not even um, slandering the whole talking process because some people, that's how they figure out who they want to date, who they don't want to date. So it's not, for the, for the most part, it's not a bad thing, just the process specifically. I think some of the hearts behind it can be where you can find wrong. Some people are just leading people on or yeah. they don't know what they want yeah. or, you know, they're just messing people about. Yeah. But I don't think the process in itself is bad. I think it's just hearts behind it that tends to lead to be bad. Um, but yeah, I've just I've just never really found so even taking away the fact that I'm intentional or I'm even trying to be integral, yeah. I just don't find as much fun <laughs> in, in being the able whole to just lead. talking and they're, they're all like oh just I, I I just don't find it as enjoyable. I find being intentional or just saying okay let's do this or let's not do this yeah. a bit more like and know, in and in being integral like do you find that sometimes that can be difficult? Because I, I can speak for myself. Like sometimes, um, as much as I, 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 the more and more I've been through experiences where I've dealt with men who've not been integral, mm-hmm. it's made me want to be more integral. Right. Although I found that that has been a process in itself hard, to learn yeah. how to be That's integral cool. because sometimes you don't want to have that conversation mm-hmm. with someone to basically tell them, look, you're not feeling this. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. to leave you mm-hmm. um, because nothing's going to happen it's with you. It's extremely hard. I feel like, especially, when, especially um, when it comes to that matters of the heart. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's extremely hard, especially because the fact is, right, even when it comes to like leading people on or maybe you, you have a girl that's feeling you but you're not yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like everyone likes a bit of attention in it or yeah. everyone likes like everyone likes a little yeah. bit of ego boost or yeah and sometimes like to to defend to defend guys sometimes guys are generally unsure so like 
they might literally just be exploring, you know, the possibilities, but they're not sure. So they're not going to take that further step and, you know, be intentional because they're generally not sure. And I think there's a lot of pressure on men um, to know, like, just say, yeah, if you knew, like, even you made a point about Isaac said, oh, after two weeks, they know. Yeah. That's actually a lot of pressure. And I think what happens is guys do make decisions after two, two weeks when they want something. Yeah. But that's probably not even enough time. For them but there's to... a lot of pressure for mm. guys to be like, no, like, do you want this or you're not? Or some people often believe that, oh, when a guy knows, he knows. I think that's quite a black and white thing looking at it. I do be, I, I believe that we behave like that. Yeah. Because society, societal pressure has put us, put us in that position to behave like that. Um, but I don't think it's always as simple as that. And I think as men, we should give ourselves time mm. to um, really think about our decisions when it comes to, you know, pursuing, you know, being intentional and leading. But in that, don't mess the go around. That's yeah. the thing. So like, yeah. And I think that's the balance. So that's why it's hard because you might genuinely want to get to know the girl. Yeah. Um, and you might genuinely like the attention she's given you or, you know, lots of other stuff, which is very, very difficult to balance. But you have to try and find a balance of a way of, okay, if you're not ready to pursue this girl, you know. What do you, um, how do you, how do you let them know that essentially? Or, or it might not even be let them know outright. It could just be, be aware or guarded of how you treat her moving forward yeah. until you are ready to make a certain decision. And that's tough, especially again, if you, especially if you feel the girl, you're attracted to the girl mm. as well. Um, and she's attracted to you and, you know, she's feeding your ego and stuff like that. It's a difficult thing to do. But I do think it's something that um, guys and girls, because I can only speak to guys, but I'm sure girls go through the exact same thing, yeah. um, should try to do. But I think you're right in saying it's definitely difficult. Like I, even me saying that I try to do that, even when I think about my past or when I was younger, yeah. I'm sure I didn't handle those things. Situations was, yeah. as well. I, it, so the point you made around, um, you know, two weeks not being enough and obviously, you know, men having to manage that because I, I've talked about this quite a, a few times as well. I feel like I am one of those people that definitely are like, when a guy knows, he knows because mm. very, very often... Um, you'll find that kind of after that two week incubation period, you're getting to, because first of all, like when a guy wants to get to know you, mm -hmm. he wants to get to know you. Like I know the difference between when a guy is actively interested in getting to know you, mm -hmm. um, you're both proactively organizing dates. So it doesn't have to be just on the guy, but you're mm -hmm. both proactively organizing dates. You're both proactively speaking to one another in whichever form you want to. Mm -hmm. When he wants to get to know you, he wants to get to know you. So then I feel yeah. like, you know, within that two, three week period, um, or even if it takes a little bit longer, you you still do get those signs. But I think it's where, you know, where they're not necessarily showing many signs. Mm. How can you then say, oh yeah, but I was still trying to decide when you're not proactively demonstrating that you want to get to know that person. So I think you're right. So I think, yeah, okay. So what you're, there's a strong element of what you said is right. So I yeah. think a guy can kind of suss, especially physically, right? Yeah guy would pretty much suss if they're physically attracted to yeah, you. Yeah, 100%. And then, they, and then they, that's, that's more immediate. Yeah. Um, but then that process of actively and intentionally trying to get to know that person yeah. would happen and, it will, and there'll be, the fruit of them finding you physically attractive will be there to see because they're asking you out on dates. Yeah, exactly. But that, for me, that's not knowing. That's just, that's like in the pursuit to know. Okay. But I think, Sometimes there's pressure on the guys in that pursuit to know. I, to, I, I'll, actually, to... I'll actually speak to more of a Christian um, perspective. Okay. I don't think the same pressures are on um, uh, men that are, aren't on, religious. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would say it's from a Christian perspective specifically, I think there is pressure for guys to, not always, but to make that decision quickly. Mm. Because guys, like you just said, 
just know like yeah. oh yeah yeah when you see your wife or your yeah. partner or whatever you want to call it yeah. you just know in it so why haven't you made that decision yeah um, and i think that would if that kind of pressure is put on guys that's actually quite unfair and it actually makes guys it could not all the time because some yeah. guys do just know and they just move and that's cool but i think that puts the pressure on guys that doesn't necessarily need to be there because sometimes you might just need to take a bit of time that doesn't mean you're not being proactive that doesn't mean that you're not asking them out on dates or putting yourself in situations where you can get to know each other and you're being active but to say that you knew like oh when you saw her a couple days i just knew this is my partner i think that's unnecessary um yeah unnecessary pressure and i can Uh, agree with that i think you are right in actually kind of putting it in in a christian context because i do feel like you know the intention for christians is you call and you date to you want marry. to marry. Yeah. And, and the older you get, like for us in our gen mm-hmm. um, and within our age bracket, we are now at I'm, that stage I'm, where... I'm 21, by the way. Yeah, 21. 21. 21 that's seconds it. to go to the age <laughs> that good, you... That's a good one. That you really are. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> but but um, we're not, like, we're at the stage now. I know definitely, like, I was saying this to my cousin the other day. I was like, before I hit 30... My mum was cool, like she is, you know, she actually was very like, oh, you know, mm. you don't worry about it, it's cool. When mm. your husband comes, I don't want you to just marry any old person. Mm. Now I'm 30, she's like, like she's, she's, the thing is, she's still cool, like, bless, mm. her, bless her heart, but she's still, my mum and my dad, to be fair, they both are like, oh, so, you know, what's going on? Have you met anyone you like? <laughs> like, it's kind of like a bit like, uh, where did all where these questions come, come from? You know, from? every auntie is now young will come, young will come. Mm. It was there, but mm. it's like now escalated to mm. a point where. So I do, I do agree with you that there is an there naturally then becomes an added pressure onto the man because mm. you know if you think it, look at it biblically as well that that uh, intent will come from the man mm-hmm. and then obviously kind of it will go from there. Mm-hmm. There is that pressure on the, on the guy to to be. Um, to be a bit more proactive in terms of what I they think, want and within good. the time. So I think pressure's good. And that's what I was going to yeah, say. Because pressure's, pressure's not, it's not the worst thing. No, it's not. I just think it should be utilised in the right way. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like, because it's pressure on both sides. Because it's pressure for the lady as well to, to want to get married. Especially mm-hmm. when you then add... Um, Christians within an African context that's oh, a whole <laughs> nother <laughs> do you know what I mean if mm. you put them in like a Venn diagram it's mm. like that person would all just like oh. yep. but um, you know there's pressure there and I think it's just yeah like find like you were saying it's kind of finding the balance between mm-hmm. being integral knowing what you want still showing your attempt but being honest as well so if you're not at that space where you're like oh I don't know be honest and say mm-hmm. as hard as it may be mm-hmm. so that um, at any given stage both of you are of the same understanding of what it is and what it isn't. It's because, you know, and I'm sure you've probably heard there are some Christian men, and not all, but some Christian men have a very bad reputation of uh, manipulating. Manipulizing? That is not a word. Wow. That's, that, that, that's from your church, isn't it? That's your pastor. That's your pastor. That you about. <laughs> don't let the devil manipulate <laughs> you. <laughs> don't, don't let Satan manipulate you. <laughs> Manipulate the situation (laughs) so that I'm gonna use that now. Um, (laughs) Don't let let anybody manipulate you. Um, Don't like manipulate the situation to make it work for them Mm -hmm. because they can very happily. Oh, definitely. 
move on. Like once they've done whatever that is that they intend to do or they think they can get away with, mm-hmm. they can move on. And I'm not going to put it all on the men because there are women that can do that too. There are men who are also ready to marry and they might find it see a beautiful woman and she's not quite ready to marry, but she might lead them on. So it works both mm-hmm. ways. But I think putting in the Christian content context, sorry, because the man is seen as the leader in the pursuer as well. Um, you know, the more often it happens within. Can I just speak to two things before we move on? Yeah. Because specifically to like the Christian guys out there. Yeah. So one with Christian men, right? (laughs) As cool as it sounds, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. The reason why I say that is, I think the manipulating stuff here, or the manipulizing, um, (laughs) is, it's, it's so, you can easily look at it as like, oh, them men are trash, them men are bad men. Mm. It's actually so much easier to fall into when you are a Christian man, yeah. which is already a rare commodity. Yeah, yeah. You are surrounded by Christian women, yeah. um, especially if you're an attractive Christian man yeah. or you are yes. got some kind of status you're or already, whatever it is, like, or it's, you're, it's, you're serious about God or whatever it it's is. It's literally, like, as you're saying this, the pyramid is just going it's, up. It's like getting swollen. So especially when you have those attributes, it's easy to fall into not being committal or not being because you're just presented with so many options yeah. you don't actually know and maybe you are because fe- I feel like anyone can fall into it. you don't have to be trash to yeah. fall into that like, yeah. and you might not even be intentionally manipulating anyone you might not be not intentionally leading people on yeah. but be aware of that like there's there's power in your position as a Christian man because of mm. the lack of Christian men or the yeah. lack of so yeah. like but use that wisely just because you can just because you have options yeah. doesn't mean you need to exploit those options yeah. like you know, be intentional, like we talk about, be integral. And, you know, when you do find someone, be intentional about that. Like, yeah. And, um, and I think, I, yeah, I only say that because, yeah, you look, even when, there are trash, let's, let's not ignore this. Yeah, men are just trash. Yeah, <laughs> and, men are... And, and those men also need to stop being trash. They themselves. <laughs> but, but, like, I do think the ones that aren't even trying to be trash or aren't even got, like, you can easily fall into that, so be aware of it. But then yeah. the second thing I just want to speak to is, um, at the same time, men Christian men and women don't put so much pressure on yourself as well like even when I'm talking about being intentional and you know only wanted to date if I was serious or worked to make my partner mm. I think even me saying that is putting unnecessary pressure sometimes I think for sometimes like it's alright like because what you said about oh the Christian um, kind of standard is or you caught date you get married yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it but There's you can pressure. take your time no and I take, agree with that take your time yeah. and like even if you get to know someone or you're proactive about it, mm. look, it doesn't have to end up in marriage. It's cool. Like yeah. if you guys just spoke yeah. and just say, you know what, we're feeling each other. Let's yeah. explore. Let's yeah. see what's going on. And then maybe a couple doesn't weeks later down out. the line, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. No one died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like don't put that much pressure on yourself. So yeah. those are two things I was wanting and to And I think this, your second point, especially is so important mm-hmm. because if you find yourself um, in pressure, like, being pressurized, I had to really think about that yeah, way before yeah, yeah. I said it. Pressurization. Pressurization. Goodbye for me. Um, <laughs> when you're feeling like that pressure to be in a relationship, what you can do is drag on a relationship longer than it needs to oh, be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the emotional damage that comes with that, 100. when it's time for you to leave, mm-hmm. It's unprecedented. You cannot mm-hmm. say how badly you affect the person oh, yeah. that you have left. And it's not to say you shouldn't have left. It's not to say you have to stay. But the longer you drag it out mm-hmm. um, without being honest with yourself, mm-hmm. the harder it can be longer term in terms of, um, you know, the aftermath and actually healing um, going forth into your new relationship. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that 100%. As well, much yeah. as there is that intent that you have um, and the, the expectation there is as well, 
do what works best for you. Um, and if it means taking a little bit more time, mm-hmm. as long as you are honest, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like once you are honest, the onus is not just on uh, the man in this instance. Mm-hmm. It's also on the woman to 100%. make a decision as to what she wants. She wants yep. And if it's not what this man wants, my my lovely, Move lovely on. sister, keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Push, There's other push, guys. Push like push at it. There's other guys. <laughs> <laughs> there might not be many, but they, they exist. I can't. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, know, I know he plays the drums and he has a good job. But, but, but please, <laughs> sister, it's not the only one. Honestly, oh, there's always these specifications. Right. So that <laughs> takes us into a very neat segue into the main part of the podcast or the topic um, for the episode today. Mm-hmm. So today we are going to focus on something that we haven't necessarily talked about on the podcast, although it is mentioned a few times on um, within the Build Your Boo section. Um, so it's how important is physical attraction? Um, and specifically around when physical, attra- well, when attraction has the potential to change. Mm-hmm. Because in any relationship, attraction has the potential to change, um, you know, I was having a read about um, relationship weight and and the fact that when you're in a relationship, when you're happy, um, there is that possibility of you gaining weight. And it says um, on average, um, so there's a survey that was done and this was in the US to be fair, but there was a survey and it said... Yeah, everyone's gaining um, weight in the US to be fair. <laughs> Just in general. You don't have to be happy. Uh, <laughs> happy, sad. Ooh, you are sending for them. <laughs> um, so it says, right, so there was like a survey of 2,000 people and it said um, on average, it was, well, on average, uh, people can gain as much as 17 pounds Mad. within the first year of them being in a relationship. And I think the survey of them, they said, yeah, of the 2,000 uh, people, so 41%, 400, wait, is that correct? Yeah, 410 people. Oh, wait, I might have got my maths wrong there. But essentially 41% of those people said that they uh, blame it on the fact that they are in a romantic relationship. And I say blame, I use that term very loosely because mm. they're happy. Mm-hmm. But essentially that is, pos- that is possible. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to get um, a male perspective on that because I know it's a very heated topic just generally when you look at again our um generation and they talk about you know how important is physically physical attraction and what is allowed as such and again i use that i kind of say that in inverted commas when it comes to being in a relationship and essentially those changes that happen within a relationship so Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that that's a lot (laughs) (laughs) in a nutshell in a nutshell it's a lot um Wow, how do I summarize? You don't have to. You can kind of walk, talk through your work, your process. Yeah, your so process. how important is physical attraction? So I, I just need to find a place to start. I think physical attraction is important. Yeah. I think it's very important. I think everyone should be physically attracted to their partner. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, so... You have to be honest and say these yeah, things. I think everyone should be, all right? Um, I caveat that, though, we were saying, I think... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think about how I'm going to wear this. So I think what we deem to be physically attracted, I I think the range of what we de- deem to be physically attractive is a lot broader than we admit to. This is, this is where I say, the way I say this is... Yes, and so, I feel like I know where you're going with this, but go on. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'm trying to, how do I wear this? Yeah, I think the range of what we're physically attracted to is way more broader than we admit to or that we even understand in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say that to say, we can be attracted to more than we get. So I'm not saying that everyone has to be buff. Mm-hmm. So when I say, oh, everyone, or everyone has to be buffed by a worldly sense or societal sense. Yeah, you yeah, need to yeah. be attracted to them. I mm-hmm. think people can be attracted to a lot of things. Yes. Um, they, may, they might not admit it yeah. or they might not feel it to be presentable yes. to other people. Um, but actually, no, like you're attracted to loads of things. So like when I hear things like, oh, for example, I only like light-skinned girls. I don't mm-hmm. believe it. Yeah. Or, I, no, like I actually don't believe it. I think you're saying that. Yeah. But actually, you're attracted to other things as well. Of course. But you've told yourself or you've allowed society to d- d- dictate what you feel yeah. that you're attracted to. Same thing with women. Like, oh, I'm only attracted to dark-skinned guys. Same yeah. thing. I say, that's not true. That's actually not true. So what is what you said, it might be your preference. I'm not saying yeah. that people don't have preferences. Mm. But when you say I'm only attracted to, I believe, I believe someone can tell me I'm wrong. I believe that to be untrue. I think you're, pro- you're most likely attracted to other things as well. But you've like kind of conditioned yourself to say, oh, I only like this. So I say that to say, not that people shouldn't go for their preferences. I think if you have, if your preference is available, you're going to go for your preference. Like, mm. I, don't, like I, don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with having preferences or, you know, liking. I've only, for example, I've only ever dated Nigerian girls. Yeah. That might be my preference, even though I've, even though I've never said it. It might just be my preference. Yeah. Um, but I think when we when we um, start saying this is all I'm attracted to, mm. I think you're actually doing yourself and the person a disservice 100%. because you're not being. I don't think you're being entirely yeah. gen- genuine. Yeah. And I say that to say to lead us to a bigger point um, when we talk about weight gain. Yeah. Or you know other things that happen. I actually don't see why weight gain. Should could stop should has to stop you from being attracted to your partner. Mm. I don't I don't see why. I think a lot of the time it might be oh how it's presented to the world. Like I speak to guys, yeah. I'm saying a lot. I'm trying to um, gather my thoughts because I've got a lot of thoughts in it. Yeah. Um, go, yeah. Go, literally, like yeah, as, as they come out, that's it's fine. I, I want I want the rawness. Yeah, yeah. I want the rawness. No, but I, I, I just think. So when I think about it, so I've had loads of conversations. Oh yeah, what if I gain weight? And I always give that the boyfriend answer. And like, oh no, no, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't care. Um, but then I have to obviously I have to go back and think about like, oh, what would I feel? And then yeah. I feel, I think, yeah. So I think you can be still physically attracted. I think yeah. physically attractive isn't isn't just how the person has presented themselves at that moment. If that makes sense. So I don't. Th- I think it's more than that, and it has to be more than that for your relationship to work. Because even if you take outside. Um, weight gain or weight loss or whatever it is, it is. You, she could be the, she or he could be the buffest or most pretty girl or handsome guy in the world. Yeah. After a while, when you get into your relationship, that doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. I always used to say like, Bav, when you're having an argument with your missus, it doesn't matter how big her bum and breasts mm-hmm. are. <laughs> it yeah, all, it's true. It's <laughs> it doesn't true. matter how tall he is when you guys are fighting over finances. Um, you don't care. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not moving you. A pretty face doesn't keep you warm at night. It, it really, it, like, it really doesn't. So I feel like the heart of what is attracting you to that person has to be deeper than that. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to face problems. So even if they never gained a pound, mm. there's going to be issues if that's what your focus is. Um, is on so I think I think it's a deep I'm saying a lot but I think it's, it's a deeper thing I think it's something that we all need to get to the bottom of um not just you know even not even just in, when we're in relationships or when we're married yeah just even as single people that like, really think about what what is attraction and what is it I'm attracted to and then again I'm not now saying that oh preferences are important yeah or you know being attracted to this rather than this is a bad thing I'm not yeah. saying that but I think it's the weight we give to those things and what we allow ourselves to like kind of 
be confined to in terms mm. of what we deem to be attractive. Yeah. Because I think attraction is so much, so much, people talk about like auras and energy. I don't tend to use those words, but I think there's truth into it that, that there's more to what attracts you to a person than yeah. how they pre- currently present themselves, yeah. if that makes sense. And that still could be physical, but it's not about, this probably doesn't make sense, but it's not necessarily how it is presented at that time. But yeah, I've said no, that. I think, no, no, you have. And actually I've agreed, I agree with pretty much everything that you said. And there's a couple of things that I kind of wanted to just kind of delve into a bit further. So at first, just to your point, I, I 100% agree with you. I think um, there is a difference between attraction and preference. So mm-hmm. like you use as the example, um, preference for me is I like dark skinned guys mm-hmm. because naturally I just think I am attracted to them. It's mm-hmm. just... There's something about the way that dark skin guys, the skin pops. It's just, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like for me, and that's I feel your like, yeah. yeah, that's my preference. And I feel mm-hmm. like I was saying it, it's a bit of a self-reflection because I love my skin. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I can use an example recently where I met a guy. Um, I didn't even necessarily look at him as a light skinned. I just, I met a guy who um, I found him extremely funny. He's the way he, presented things which is very different to what I was used to but it was something that I was very attracted to um and when I first saw him it was actually a friend who'd introduced me to him and um I was like no I'm not attracted to him he's not my type mm. like he's not the guy that I would you go for like yeah, yeah like he's not he's not my type at all but mm. she was like oh my gosh he's beautiful like I love mm. him I love, love him and then I started to kind of like without saying too much I started to kind of get to know a bit more about him and I was like oh actually I really like him so all the things that didn't quite match my preference then actually started to change Mm -hmm. to the point where I was like actually I do find you attractive Mm -hmm. and there are things you're doing now which I'm like oh okay Mm -hmm. I kind of I don't know there's like you said there's like an aura and there's a presence around you Mm -hmm. that adds to your handsomeness Mm -hmm. so that I agree with I think that you in understanding that attraction can be a lot more open than you first envision. Mm-hmm. And it's not about what, because it works both ways as well. Cause it's sometimes you get people being attracted to um, people just because everyone else likes them. So they feel mm-hmm. like that's who you should yeah. like. You know, if you look at all your video vixens, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. everyone's like, Oh yeah, she's buff, she's buff, she's buff. When actually that might not be what you want to go for. Um, and then it works the other way where it's like, you, you're not open to it. I, can I, just, I remember, right. Because, so I think we've been conditioned for the most part, especially when it yeah, comes to part, yeah, colorism, yeah. especially. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially as young black men, we, I think we were conditioned from early. And the reason yeah. why I always think this, because I remember, and I'll never forget this, in secondary school, I think I was in year eight or year nine, I remember telling my boy, I like this girl, dark skinned girl. Mm. I thought she was proper pretty. My boy goes to me, why her? Or is it because she plays sports? I was like, no, I just think she's pretty. Yeah. And, he, and it was very much like... There must be a reason outside of the fact that yeah. she's beautiful. And I, obviously, when I was in year nine, I didn't give it too much thought. Mm. But for whatever reason, it's always stuck in my head. And up until this day, that's, that moment always stuck into my head mm. because it was almost like... And I probably didn't even mention that girl again. Right? Because my, I thought my, my boy's yeah. thinking it was cool for me so to, you can't, to like her. Yeah, no, and, I agree. And... And it's funny because it starts from young. Like, I, and I'm sure other people would have been attracted to her. But again, we're conditioned to like say, this is what is, is pretty or an attraction. Yeah. Or what is beauty, sorry. The yeah. Word, yeah, what yeah, is beauty. Yeah. And from young. And it's something that, you know, 
again, that's not to say I wasn't attracted to other things, but if I'm co- constantly conditioned to say, oh, this is what's what attraction, looks this at, is yeah. what is uh, almost like elite, then of course I'm going to limit myself to yeah. that. So, and, that, and, that. And I think that can even be when it comes to body types. Um, um, sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and, and that's what I was going to say, because the, the second part I was going to go into a bit further is, do you feel like weaving condition so like I remember when I was growing up right so I've always had a very curvy figure and I feel Mm -hmm. like I kind of grew into it a bit more obviously when I was older Mm -hmm. but I was never I was never that girl Mm -hmm. I was always the the friend that would just be on the side Mm -hmm. a little bit fat Mm -hmm. that was the terminology honestly Mm -hmm. like it's very like blunt to say but I was always the the person that was a little bit fat and I Mm -hmm. remember that very much fed into my neurosis that I've had spent a very long time dealing with and and like appreciating the fact that I see myself as a beautiful young curvaceous woman Mm -hmm. because I was always the bigger friend I was always a friend that wasn't quite you know was dark skin Mm -hmm. and I was big Mm -hmm. two of the big undesirables when it came to you know especially when you're younger yeah yeah, exactly when you're younger um and then as I got as I got older and you know curves started to come into fashion Mm -hmm. it was like okay I like you, mm-hmm. but I don't like you. I like your bum and mm. I like your boobs and I like your hips. Like, I don't like you, you. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's almost like this unrealistic BBL type body that mm-hmm. a, a lot of, I say young men, but actually a, a variety of different men are, are looking for. Mm-hmm. When actually some of these guys, um, oh, there's a line, I heard it on free shots and I can't remember what it was, but it was like, um, oh, some. I think a rapper said something like, have you ever dealt with a fat ting or have you ever been with a fat ting mm. or something like, or like basically in a way that don't, don't lie about it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of you are doing it on the DL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember actually the guys actually kind of bantering saying, well, I've been with a big ting. I've been with a big ting. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a ting, it was a ting, but they weren't really kind of saying it with Vim. They were saying it. Yeah. They were saying it. I don't, you know what, that's your preference. But I think to your second point, it's like attraction is okay. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. But it's this whole idea of, okay, it doesn't look, it's very off brand to what I should be liking or Mm -hmm. what other guys like. Mm -hmm. So if I presented this to my friends, Mm -hmm. could I actually back the, the, um, the bantering that they would give me? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of guys who can't do that. Mm -hmm. They cannot, you know, in secret, they'll be liking your pictures. They'll be sending you DMs. Like Mm -hmm. I've had that, you know, I think a lot earlier on because now I'm very like minimal tolerance to it. But mm. I've had it where in secret guys are like, yeah, 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 mm. what you say, what's yeah, good, what's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But in public, they're not trying to own me. Yeah. They're not even trying to say that they were talking to me, mm-hmm. which is why I, I find really, hilarious. Really real, yeah, that's so real. Um, so it's like, I mean, what? How do? You, how do? You, how do we even begin to combat that? That's a difficult one. Um, yeah, because I think it's a conditioning that's happened from a long time and. It's just how men especially see their status amongst other men, um, which is a little bit sad when you think about it. Because yeah. I think when you have to get... So I'll go deep with it. I think relationship, especially marriage, I know not everyone believes in marriage, but let's even say long-term commitment, right? It's so much deeper than what it presents um, on the outside or yeah. what it looks like, the aesthetics of it, right? Um, and as we spoke about, Big bum and breast is not going to keep you. No, um, height and a bed is not what muscles is not going to keep you. Nah. It's, it's something deeper, way, way deeper than that. Yeah. So I think when we give so much of what things look like or what, because we both agree, many people probably disagree with us, but we both agree that I think the the scope of attraction is way broader than 
most people give it credit it to. It is. I think if, if people are being honest with themselves, yeah, exactly. they, 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 will, they will agree with it. But it's, it's, can you be honest and open? And a lot of people can't be honest openly to say the scope mm-hmm. of attraction is way bigger and actually own it as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think a lot of guys are unwilling to do that. Yeah. Not all, but are yeah. unwilling to do that because of how the presentation of it. So I don't yeah. know what... I don't know how what it is for women in terms of what they look for, in terms of you know what the guys look like. But I know for men, a lot of time, not all men, but I've heard men that it's like, you want this, you want this, you want this, mm. because this is what the standard is. Yeah. Like, this is what they, like I said, this is what the elite is. Yeah. Like, let's be real, light skin, curly hair, whatever it is for, or maybe it's big bum, big yeah, breasts. Yeah. Like, this is what the present, like, this is what, you know, if I told a man them, if I showed a man them, oh, this is who I'm dating, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to be like, oh yeah, she's a spice or whatever. You're always looking like, oh, what, I think, there's even a song, it's by Eric Bellinger, and it says, if no one wants her, I don't want that girl. Yeah, like that, that is that is, I feel that's like that's, ridiculous. that is it but I think what you the question you said is what do you combat that I think yeah. the only way you can combat that is if one people break away about of those perceptions of other people yeah. but two you have to highlight the importance of relationship and caring for someone and loving someone and being committed and I think if you highlight those things and highlight the importance of it rather than just oh I'm dating this person you, I think, you, I would hope, because I see this to girls all the time when, you know, they make height a big thing or mm. they make, you know, other things a big thing. It's like, there's so much more important things than that. And I think if you go to the, if you if you were to elevate the other things, right? Um, is this person caring? Is this person loving? Yeah. Is this person understanding? Yeah. Um, you know, is she the right, like, if I guess if you're a Christian, is she a Christian? Yeah. Um, if not, then whatever, whatever, whatever values, what, yeah, whatever, whatever values you yeah, hold to. You have um, that you aren't to. aesthetic. If you were to elevate those, now that's not to ignore physical attraction mm. because my, I'm of the opinion that the scope of attraction is wider than we yeah. can pay it for. So it's not to ignore it, but widen your scope because there's other things that need to be elevated. After you've elevated those things, you might still end up with, you know, the light skin, whatever, whatever yeah, you yeah. think is your preference, whatever is your preference. Yeah. So that's cool. As long as you've elevated what's important and you happen to meet someone that met your your elite preference, yeah. then cool. But I think what what most people you'd find is that when you elevate the important things, your what will actually match that, people that you come across will be much broader than, than you know, your elite you think, preference yeah, or your preferences, looks like. Yeah. And, and those people are just as worthy. Um, and people argue, but you know, it's not my force. You know, I'm not attracted to her in it. I'm not attracted yeah. to her. But I would, I would, I would, I would argue that no, there's probably there are people that you'd be attracted to, but maybe it just doesn't fit this kind of ideal yeah, kind deal. of look or appearance that you, you might be wanting for. But just what I will do, what I'll add to that is just it's when you get to know that person because I mm-hmm. do feel like what tends to happen is people tend to say that when they don't know. The, yeah, but some people person. are not letting themselves get to know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Really so, yeah, so they're not they're not letting themselves get to get to know the person, so it doesn't fit because mm-hmm. they're. I mean, I can speak to so there's one guy who I was talking to um, who everything like he's a great guy, mm-hmm. genuinely a lovely guy, the kind of guy that I would recommend to any of my friends. Mm-hmm. My friends are like them ones. Yeah, my friends exactly. Them so ones. yeah, yeah, I recommend you. But yeah. but you're single though. This is, <laughs> this is this is exactly the question. They're like, but you're single. Why are you not going for him? And I was like, it, it's that litmus test. Genuinely, you are lovely. You are amazing. Mm. But I I in my heart feel like there is someone that is there for me like physically mm-hmm. i can't bring myself like not even bring myself straight out of just pure unattraction like i'm just not attracted to you in the yeah slightest. it's not even it's one of those things where it's like i don't know if there's a percentage to it but 
when you see someone and you like I've not always been physically attracted immediately to my partners mm -hmm. but because of love because of the time I've spent with them because of the other values that I carry and, and I care about that have been elevated in them they have remained physically attractive to me. Mm -hmm. So even times where before, even when I'm like really angry, they've still remained physically attracted to mm -hmm. me. And that to me is where I know that the physical attraction meets everything else. Mm -hmm. So the physical attraction, even if I wasn't immediately physically attracted to them, it, it was there and it remains there. Mm -hmm. Where this person, like for example, using this person as an example again, it's not... It wasn't there. Mm -hmm. It didn't grow, mm -hmm. even though I got to know them, even though I knew, mm -hmm. you know, and again, looking at it objectively, I thought, yeah, this person is a good looking person, mm. but it's just not for me. And that's where I feel like it's when you've tried and you know, okay, this is not for me. That's when you have to challenge, you have to be honest with yourself, yeah. but you have to try. Because I think what it is that we, we're both saying is that people aren't because it doesn't fit their spectrum because it doesn't sit in their preference um and because or because it doesn't fit in someone else's preference which is even crazier yeah, they are essentially like i'm not even going to give it a go like mm. i'm not gonna you know mm. he's a bit he's very good looking but he's, he's a bit short, short. Yeah. i can't rock with him mm. like i actually had a friend who is in a very happy relationship now and i remember like because I do this thing where I quiz all my friends. So all my friends get into relationships. I'm like, is there a secret? Because I, I I think I think about relationships logically, which is very naughty of me because I don't think I should. Relationships are not logic. Like they're mm. not made to be that way in its entirety. In its entirety, yeah. yeah. But I think it's logic. There's you can logic, apply logic. Yeah, you can yeah, apply yeah, logic. Yeah, but yeah. I like, because I'm like, is there a formula? And they're like, no. Mm. Like, and this friend in particular, so she's very tall and her partner's not as tall as her. Mm. Um, and she was like, she's not too sure. She's not too sure. Um, and I remember being like, give it time. And she's so happy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so happy for her. But it was because she took that time. Mm -hmm. She took that time to get to know her, her partner. And he's amazing. Mm -hmm. So they're in a, a fantastic relationship mm -hmm. um, because she took that time. But he wasn't in within her scope. Mm -hmm. He wasn't in that remit. But mm -hmm. because she took that time, she got to see more. So mm -hmm. I'm like... It's, there's definitely examples of, and she said, you know, it was when she wasn't thinking about it so much and when she just let it naturally happen mm -hmm. and she let her natural instincts take over from this whole idea, that's when it happened. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so that the logic is that isn't necessarily a, a formula, no, no, but no, it's no. about just appreciating mm -hmm. who you are with that person mm -hmm. and seeing where it goes. So it leads back to what you were saying where, take your time mm -hmm. and actually get to know people person, yeah, um definitely. and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out of but course, if it yeah. does you have the potential of getting to know someone mm -hmm. who's amazing um, amazing and like that amazingness is never going to be oh my gosh he's so tall yeah or oh my gosh she's so buff that's so true it's never gonna come down it's just not I imagine your girl's buff and she's a fraudster like she's you don't <laughs> care like it, it's, it's, it's not and like i've heard guys say like oh yeah you know what if she's buff, then, you know, I'm less likely to cheat or stuff like that. No. I'm like, bruv, you also the buffest cheat. girls get cheated on. Like, anyone can By get cheated any... on. Like, if you've got a heart that... I think if if you're willing to say that, you shouldn't be in a relationship. That's my opinion. So if you're willing to say, I need to get a girl that's so buff that I won't have to think about cheating. You're I don't not ready to you're be. Not ready yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You're just not ready yeah. to be in a relationship or definitely yeah. not ready to be in a marriage, yeah. in my opinion, or any kind of long-term commitment. Because yeah. that speaks to our heart. 
that says your a lack of contentment and a lack of um a lack of what's what I'm looking for a lack of value of the person that you're because yeah, the, the value so has to be way more than I think the only thing that stops people from cheating is the honor of the commitment that you have only thing mm. um not even how good the person is because good good partners get cheated on as well yeah like your your works as a partner isn't gonna is what so you can cook for him every day. Yeah, you can sleep with him every day. You can yeah. do all that. That's not what's gonna stop him from cheating you. The only way he's not gonna cheat on you or she's not gonna cheat on you, on you is because of how that person honors that that relationship that you have honors mm. and, and, and honors you. It's not about what you do. It has to be. That's not to say to ignore the things that people do for each other. Yeah. Those things are great. Those are all fruit of the fact that you love that person. But it's not what's gonna stop you. So if you're thinking in your head, oh, if she's really really buff, I'm less likely to look away. Or she really really does this. That's why I need to go like this because I know that's what's gonna keep me. That's what's yeah. gonna keep me faithful. It's yeah. not, bro. Like if you've already got that heart, that's not. It's not gonna hurt because it, there's, there's a heart. That's there's a heart that's. Um, yeah, that, there's an issue there. Um, and that's why, when we, again, when we speak to the weight loss thing or weight, sorry, weight gain thing, I think those those um, concepts are still, that's, that, those are things that you have to apply. It has to be how much you honour that person. And I think mm. in that honour of that person that you've chosen to be with, hopefully, I, I say hopefully very, so a lot of what I'm saying is very idealistic, yeah. right? So, and I'm aware of that. But hopefully that you see that person beyond what they presently look like mm. and that's not to say that you stopped finding them attractive though yeah so i'm not saying people should just be in relationships where they just don't find them attractive but you know i love her personality i'm not saying yeah. that but i think the value you have for that person goes beyond what they look like yeah. so that whether they gain weight or they lose weight or something happens to get into a car accident this is or it, so many things can serious, happen yeah, yeah so many things can happen that because because of how much you value that person you're like kind of like how you're describing um like the, the attraction stays, like it doesn't remove, like that no. physical, I can't describe it in it, I don't think I can describe it, but I think someone could have a terrible accident and you still be attracted to that person because yeah. of how much you value. I couldn't describe it scientifically, but I think it could, but it depends on how much you honour and you value that person. So that's what I think. I don't think weight loss in itself, so I was going to speak to that as well. So in itself is something or an excuse for someone to say, oh, I'm not on this anymore because you look, um, um, you look worse. Yeah, well, oh, you look bigger, yeah. But you look bigger, yeah. Um, but I would say, though, in itself, it's not a reason. Well, I'm of the belief that in a marriage, it doesn't matter, you stay until you die. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but in a relationship, for example, or someone that doesn't believe in marriage or someone who's not for marriage, right? I would say there is something to the person's care for their partner. So if it was a thing, I'm not saying that means you should break up with them, but if it was a thing where... They've gained weight because they no longer care about what their parent partner thinks of them anymore, mm, or they're so no longer willing. It, yeah. So that's a different thing, though. So that's that's more. It's not the weight loss that's the problem. It's the fact that oh, I actually just don't care about how you view me anymore, or I don't care about my health anymore. So I'm just going to do whatever I want. That speaks to a different issue. So there's what like so I think anyone can gain weight or lose weight or like that's just normal. That's part of life, and it just might happen. Pregnancy. Um, there's bare things that could happen that could lead that to happening. Um, but I think if it's a thing where, yeah, your heart is, oh, I just don't care what I look like anymore. I don't think that is helpful. I'm not saying it's a reason to break up with someone. It could be, but I, I don't think that's, I, think, I don't think the heart behind that is helpful. But that's not based on what they look like specifically. That's more based on, okay, what's your heart saying towards it? Is it because, mm. um, yeah, I just don't care about you or anymore. I'm, I'm so comfortable in my relationship with you that I'm just going to let myself go. Um, I don't think that's a good 
attitude or spirit to take to a relationship. Because I feel yeah. like if you can, you want to present yourself best to your partner. You can't. That's not to say that if you go and wait, that it's not the best anymore <laughs> before someone cusses me. But like, generally speaking, you want to present yourself as best as you can. And yeah. that might look like, you know, you staying healthy and staying fit, or it might look like you doing your hair or your makeup and other, like, whatever that presents itself is, I think that's an important thing to do for your partner. I don't think, I don't think people should neglect that. I don't care if you've been married 30, 50 years, you should want to be able to present yourself to your partner well. Um, but, I don't think that always looks like weight loss or weight gain. I think there's yeah. a heart. I think there's a heart behind you know whatever it ends up um, being. Yeah, I, I don't know what I said. It just makes sense. No, it, <laughs> it it does, and I feel like I don't feel like there's much else I can add because I feel it is just very simply. It's not from both sides of the party, from the person who's gained weight and from the person who's looking at the weight gain. It's about your heart towards your partner, mm-hmm. and like any relationship, any marriage, any person who's just with someone long term that commitment works both ways mm-hmm. and it changes and it it goes up and it goes down but essentially that commitment should stay strong mm-hmm. and should be on parity in order for it to work in a relationship Definitely. so i think you've summed it up very perfectly <laughs> in terms of um, both sides <laughs> okay so um just very quickly we're gonna go on to the final part of the episode mm-hmm. so over to you femi um mm-hmm. essentially just just a little word of advice for those who are listeners of the podcast. Um, how would you, what what would you give to anyone who's in the podcast right now? They could be single, they could be in a relationship. What, based on what you've seen, I guess what we've talked about today as well, would you advise people? Um, I think, know what's, figure out for you what's important. Um, what do you value? When it comes to relationship, what do you value? What's important to you? Figure that out. Even when it comes to like physical preferences, why are those preferences important to you? Get to the bottom of it. If you get to the bottom of it and you still feel like they're still important to you, then keep with it. But get to the bottom of it. Don't just allow, you know, what you think you're supposed to have dictate how you see relationships or how you see your future partner or how you see your current partner um, or your ex-partner, whatever it is. Like, get to the bottom of why, because there's a reason why we like what we like. There's a reason why, you know, we feel like we need what we need to get to the bottom of that um, and truly, like, thoroughly, holistically get to the bottom of all of those things. Um, and don't, and then after you've done that, stop elevating the things that hold less important. I'm not saying forget them, but don't elevate them because at the end of the day, there are things for everyone. I don't care who you are. There are things that are important to you that, you know, would this, that you need from a partner or you need from a relationship and that you also give, hopefully you'd also give to a relationship. Figure those things out. Those are the things that you need to elevate. Um, the other things are superficial. Doesn't mean you shouldn't have them. Doesn't mean that you don't naturally have preferences or whatever, but just know what, what what where you're weighting things, I think. So it's about weighting. It's about, okay, this is what's important. This is what's important. These things, mm, not so much, but I'd like it, but not so much. And I think people would make a bit much better decisions um, when they do that. Awesome. Thank you very much. So um, would you like to just quickly share your socials oh, yeah, as well? Yeah. Um, I'm Uncle Fems with a Z. So Fems with a Z. Uncle Fems on Twitter, Instagram, uh, shout out Only God Can Judge Me Pod Woo-hoo. on Twitter and Instagram and 4 Point Play UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Amazing. All them, all them Amazing. I'll try um, to continue my tweeting. Yes, um, please do. We we need the banter. Um, as always, you can find me on Community Pod on Instagram. Um, I haven't quite set up my Twitter yet, so um, you can still find me on Life W O Spanks on Twitter. Um, SV the Ghost. SV the Ghost. Um, and also you can email any feedback or dilemmas to Community D Pod 
at gmail.com or I will link the anonymous curious uh, cat on the social platforms. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to another episode of Community Pod. And hopefully we will be hearing from you soon. Mm-hmm.